Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just click on the link in this episode's description. Today, does nutritional labelling on food help us lose weight? In its food strategy, the government said it would look at how to improve the labelling of food and drink to make it easier for people to choose healthy options. Obesity levels in England have been going up steadily, from 15% of the population in 1993 to nearly one in three now. We know that being very overweight is linked to a number of potentially deadly conditions, including type 2 diabetes and heart disease. But COVID-19 has really focused minds, with studies linking obesity to an increased risk of hospitalisation or death. Although I was superficially in the pink of health when I caught it, I had a very common underlying condition. My friends, I was too fat. And I've since lost 26 pounds, and you can imagine that in bags of sugar. And I'm going to continue that diet because you've got to search for the hero inside yourself in the hope that that individual is considerably slimmer. When the Prime Minister Boris Johnson got it and was admitted to hospital during the pandemic, he described it as a wake-up call to lose weight. Yet we are surrounded by the temptation to eat food that's bad for us. From chocolate at Easter to a packet of crisps with our lunch, the kind of sugary and salty food that was rare a few generations ago has now become a regular and almost inescapable feature of our lives. We know that uh, that food businesses spend uh, about £140 million a year on really pushing junk food to us. Uh, and of course, we're susceptible to it. Junk food is designed to taste good. You know, it's full of fat and sugar, uh, salt, all the things that our body craves. Processed food is cheaper than healthy food, and it's marketed and promoted to us relentlessly. Around half of the chocolate we buy is on promotion, so helping us stay healthy involves tipping the balance of this system. Some measures, such as a ban on buy one get one free offers on junk food and restricting advertising of it on TV, have been delayed or shelved. But ministers have introduced calorie counts on menus, and the UK was one of the first countries in the world to introduce traffic light labelling on food. We need something the public can respond to, and it needs to be really simple, and it needs to be something that you or I, if we're going to choose, go, whoops, okay, um, now I know how much that is, I might take this as a choice. The problem is, this front of pack labelling is voluntary, and companies can choose whether or not to use the colours or present it in black and white. We spoke to Nikki Whiteman at Bite Back 2030, the healthier eating campaign group. Well, you've only got to look at cereal packets, for example, and you'll see that where that traffic light system would have been red, red, orange, companies choose to use in black and white. Where it would be green, they choose to put it 
in colour. Essentially what they're doing is subtly misleading consumers, tipping us over into making decisions based on um, misleading claims. At Tortoise, we surveyed the 30 biggest food companies in the UK for our Better Food Index, which scores them on things like nutrition, environmental impact and transparency. We found that sugary food and drink, which should have a red traffic light, is 45% less likely to have a coloured label or any front of pack nutrition labelling at all, compared with healthier products. One energy drink we looked at has 61% of an adult's daily recommended intake of sugar, but we found cans for sale in the UK that don't have any traffic light labelling. All of this stuff matters and we mustn't lose sight of why it matters. It matters because the health of one in three 11-year-olds is already at risk from the food they eat. And anyone who tells you, well, you know, you're not being forced to buy this stuff, well, aren't we or are we being tricked? It should be easy to eat healthily. But is labelling really the best way to break our addiction to junk food and sugary drinks? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Henry Dimbleby, the co-founder of Leon Fast Food Restaurants, was asked by the government to come up with a national food strategy. It examined our entire food system from its environmental impact to its effects on our waistlines. And his view is that labelling is insufficient. So far, he said, government attempts to shift diets have relied heavily on interventions that need individuals to make a conscious effort to change their behaviour. Instead, he proposed a tax on sugar and salt sold for use in processed foods. That didn't make it into the government's recent food strategy, and neither did mandatory traffic light labelling. That's despite a study of Australia's scheme that showed manufacturers were more likely to make products with labels healthier by reducing salt or sugar levels. What's more, this effect was greatest for unhealthy products, the ones that are currently less likely to have labels. There's a whole, whole host of things we need to be doing. This is a very complex problem. It's not going to be solved by one measure alone. But uh, labelling is a part of it. There is no doubt about it. Information alone won't break our addiction to junk food, but shining more light on the industry that feeds us will be a step in the right direction. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Jeevan Varsaga and Alex Inch, and it was mixed by Imi Harper. It was based on findings from Tortoise's Better Food Index, which scores the 30 biggest food and drink companies in the UK on things like nutrition, transparency and environmental impact. To read more about what we discovered, you'll need a Tortoise membership, which you can get for £50 a year by going to tortoisemedia.com forward slash friend and entering my code TOMINI50. That's T-O-M-I-N-I 50. The Sensemaker. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.